Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is Let's Do the Right Thing in association with RadioWorks. Presented and curated by Adam Hopkinson. This is the LDTRT podcast, brought in conjunction with Passion Media and Radio Works. It was set up to tell the story of leaders in the media industries, focusing on their journeys and their motivations. I launched a media agency last year, Passion, to focus on fashion, entertainment and leisure verticals, and I've had loads of great advice in my journey in doing so, and a lot of it, in fact, from guests on this podcast. And I am still on a mission to gather the best advice. I was really psyched today to be talking to John Paul Burke and Pada Drislane from Seika Media, which is a programmatic curation service for the 21st century. Welcome, guys. How are you? Wonderful, Adam, as e always. Excellent. That's full of enthusiasm. That's how I live my life. <laughs> it's energy behind that lazy, wonderful. <laughs> now, you're, now you're smiling. That's as like, subdued as it gets. Now we're smiling. Now you can go. Pada, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thanks for having us, Adam. You're really very, very welcome. It's good to have you go through. Um, right. Programmatic curation. What is that? What does that mean? Hmm. Right. In its, in its most basic form, we simplify the programmatic buying process through curation. So finding and identifying what's right for your campaign and then building bespoke um, PMP deals in one consolidated deal around that. So finding the signal in the noise, as Daniel Pink put it in his recent masterclass. Okay, which is a great way of putting it. But does that mean that you are building out tech stacks for people or is it just finding the right buying routes to market? No, it's it's more about using what already exists and kind of bringing it together. So if you think about Google didn't create the internet, yep. they really just made it easier for everyone to find the answers they're looking for. So they effectively curate information into the results page, and then you have the choice of what you look at and what you don't. We do the same thing. So we curate based on lots of PMP deals that we get from our seats on the SSPs, we curate these all together in one consolidated deal ID that answer your brief to be like high net worth individuals or um, people into cycling. And then we cross that with different targeting methods. So first party data, contextual targeting, behavioral targeting, search intent targeting, which is really kind of key for keeping the cost down. And also now third party data sources like Comscore and Nielsen. So um, really what we aim to do is that we aim to 
get as much information as we can in one place for you that is bespoke to that campaign and then you would buy it as normal. So we connect the deal ID from the SSP to their DSP. And for people out there, this isn't going to be everyone who's programmatic speaking, so let me slow that down for a minute. An SSP is a supply-side platform and a DSP is a demand-side platform. And sometimes, and I don't know if I'm right in this, I think of it like if you were online shopping with a Cardo or something. So their, their sort of user experience is you're picking the things that you want and then they go and pick it for you and then deliver that back to you. But whereas a Cardo, you're buying everything that they deliver to your house with us. When we deliver a response to you, it's your campaign, it's your investment. So okay. you, you buy what you want, you leave what you don't. Uh, you can see the CPMs, you can see performance, you can see the domains. Everything's vetted, everything's quality scored. So really, all the work's done for you in a lot less time than it would normally take. And this is in digital display media? This is every format that you could buy programmatically. Does that include TV and posters? and you... uh, Digital out of home, yes. Okay. CTV, yes. Um, VOD, yes. Broadcast the VOD we're working on because that's a bigger conversation mm -hmm. to have with the, with the actual channels themselves. Um, but really, if, if an agency or a client, if they're in housing, can already buy this themselves, the format, yep. we really are just simplifying the process and reducing that kind of time from initial brief to live campaign in some cases because we respond within 48 hours generally 24 we're reducing that cycle down from four weeks we could be live in 24 hours for you so if you're, if you're buying programmatically or digitally available media across all formats mm -hmm. are you not like a digital agency yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the the strange thing actually that's a good question um because we're not. We don't plan anything for you. We don't go in and we don't have briefs from the you client. You just execute the buying. We, just, we don't even execute the buying. We make sure that you have everything you need to execute the buying, unless okay. it's a managed service, which we also do. Yep. Um, we just make sure that you have everything to hand when you need it, and then our team will monitor and optimise in the background and then you know, report on that for you. So back in my days at Mindshare, I was working on Nestle, and I was TV buyer, planner buyer, mm -hmm. and I would, on Mondays, I'd be buying cereals. On Tuesday, I'd buy confectionery. And on um, Wednesdays, I'd be buying pet food, let's say. Yep. By the time it got to Thursday, anyone who's worked in TV back in the early 2000s and before that knows You've got how... to close for the weekend, so you're out. Well, it's also DDS. Like, you'd have to yeah. go in and look through your, your number and pull out all the results from the channels, what programs are doing well, etc. And then you'd have to get on the phone to the channels and do turnarounds, right? Yep. So that still kind that's of exists still in digital yeah. as well, right? Um. What we're doing is we're putting that, instead of you having lots of different places where the information is, we're putting it all into one consolidated master deal okay. so that you can have all of your performance in one space. We'll tell you how the campaign's doing as well. So when we report, we do what's a rag report, red, amber, uh, green, yep. which I was saying a pad we should change to gold. Yes. Um, and that's effectively for pacing and performance so that we can say to you, this week, this is how it performed and your pacing, if we see a drop in pacing, we'll make you aware, because sometimes teams aren't always available to look at everything every day. Yep. Hence my point about by the time I get to Thursday, I'm on the phone to ITV being like, I need Coronation Street now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nestle needs it. You know, we take that away so that you're, you're never in a panic situation. We've always got people in the background, a safe pair of hands and an extra pair of eyes to say, did you know spend dropped? yesterday was that due to creative mm -hmm. would you like us to look further into it 
um, performances at this. We've taken away a whole load of domains that weren't performing for you. So we've increased performance. And our next recommendations would be maybe if you want more volume, we can add more or you might need to increase your CPM or you might need to increase your bid rate. We will we'll make recommendations, but we won't tell you what to buy and how to buy it. Mm -hmm. Again, even if we're on a managed service, we'll act as an extension of an agency team. So that's why it's kind of difficult about where we sit. We are a okay. sales house at heart because yep. we do actually, our remit extends further than just programmatic um, curation. That's just the core of our business. But, you know, we go into gaming and yep. events and digital out-of-home and geolocation. All of those things we can access yep. and then put it in front of a client where they need it. With a single view of the campaign. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So then if things are, if pacing is dropping for in, in digital display for whatever reason, are you able to optimize across media owners as well? So look, we'll put some more into out-of-home to maintain a constant presence or does it work like that? Uh, yes, Great. Yes. So we're that that's a kind of that's the whole I guess ethos behind it all is to make everything very user friendly and very simple for even a kind of someone who's coming into programmatic buying early will help them on their journey mm. to understand the platform that they're using, like the DSP. We'll help them set that up and then we help them to execute as well. But again, control is always with the client. If they're buying on a self serve they invest what they want to invest. Obviously, there's recommendations you can make. So I will give recommendations, say, if you want a robust response from it so that you can learn for the next time, it might not be worth investing £10,000 at this point. You might be better off saving that money and actually putting it all together with something else and having a better execution and more back. From an agency point of view, it's really interesting to us because we want a unified um, insight into how everything is working together um, so how digital out-of-home posters are working, well, obviously most posters are out-of-home, um, but posters and TV and display, etc. And if we can see how that is all optimizable together through one platform, which I would hope probably gives us an overall reach and frequency across media, that would be really, really useful. I mean, it's kind of a, an extension to a problem that I've been grumbling about for, for a long time, and I, I want a unified inbox. Right? I want everything to come through into my email. I want my, all my tweets to come through. I want my yeah. SMSs to come through. I want my WhatsApps to come through to one place so that I can maintain that conversation. But similarly so then, if we can see that with media, how the conversation works across everything, that would be invaluable to us. Well done for giving away a billion-dollar idea. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you might want to Don't worry, there's only like four <laughs> listeners here. Um, yeah, so let me actually re rewind Jesus, for a minute. If that's a billion-dollar idea. That, I think that you're oh, onto something, God, yeah. you imagine that? Back to, back to the conversation, right? I need to rewind slightly. Mm -hmm. We cannot show as much as you would like, let's say TV versus digital in one place, because we are limited by the SSPs that we're using. We will choose the best SSP that performs for your need. Yep. So let's say um, you want to do a digital out-of-home campaign with mobile, and you want to understand people's footfall and you want a geolocation yep. and you want to ring fence it around a specific area. Yep. Let's say you're Lidl or Tesco, right? And Or you're Tesco. And someone's opening a Lidl down the road from you. You might want to ring fence that area. Yeah, completely. So that you're serving an ad to them through uh, out-of-home display, digital out-of-home. Yep. And then when that person walks past and their mobile pings with that digital out-of-home, that they will see a, a message from the Tesco right near them to say... Yep. You're only 600 yards from dinner, mm -hmm. something to that effect, right? As they're walking, you'll serve them a standard display ad on mobile because you don't want to 
either take up their time, make them stop from what they're doing, yep. or you don't want it to be too data heavy at that point. But let's say they've gone past that and they've gone into a coffee shop where they've now got Wi-Fi or they're on their 4G, 5G. You can serve them a video and give them more time when they're sat down. So it's very dynamic about how we could do that. Yeah, no, no, I get so that we would work with partners yeah. like TapTap Tap Digital who are fantastic in this space. And then we would connect all of that together. See, I, I now have to tag Mobster in it. <laughs> yeah, fine. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but this, but this is kind of the beauty of our business is that we're kind of working with partners that we're yeah. choosing because like, I don't know Mobster yet, but I trust the people at TapTap mm. that I know implicitly. We trust our SSP partners. We work with the best. It gives us an ability to be impartial about everything because actually, um, you know, out of the team that we have for sake of Pader and I are ex-media planner buyers. Mm. And we like to think that, would we put it in front of our client? We like to make those um, reassurances to you to say, with complete honesty, either I can do it or I can't, or I know someone who can. You no, know, I think that's that's a, that's a really interesting evolution of of, of where you've come from. That you you're a media planner and buyer side, so you you would have been more involved in the client conversation and understanding the brief and understanding the client's need and the wider wider business perspective that they have than other potential providers in your space has, has that made a difference i like to think so i mean empathy always works when you're in a conversation um i personally so in my career i've worked in i started in tv and then i moved from uh, tv sales into tv planning and buying at mindshare then i moved into digital worked at a virtual world in 2010 won a load of baftas there shout out to me uh, <laughs> oh, you've brought them with you, I see. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, don't go anywhere without them. And then back to agency land, um, working in TV and digital, and then on to gaming, as we've discussed before, for Gameloft, for UK Ireland and Nordics, I was the managing director. So every sort of situation, I've tried to learn as much as I can yep. so that when it came to the point of running my own business, I could try and put as much back to people. And, and again, so I say again, my reasoning with everyone is the best idea wins. If your goal is to do this, the best reasoning wins because it's achieving a goal that's the main point, right? If I can give you information and that helps you achieve a better result, take it or leave it. But what I won't do is tell you that you're wrong. I will just merely give you the, uh, the information that I have at hand so that you can make the best decision you can. See, I... I... I agree with the headline there, but in reality, I don't think it does work like that. The, I think that the best idea wins and the, and, the, and the best solution wins when you're having a conversation with the client directly. As you get further down a supply chain, the actual notion of the idea evaporates and it turns into inventory trading. And you're talking about the best CPM that you can buy or the best margin that that level in the, the tech stack can make. I think that there's a bit that the that that translation is lost completely, and when I've been in a tech stack environment in the in the middle, um, we were never briefed what the client's objectives were. Yeah, we were always briefed on what inventory have you got and how much is it. So similarly, we have many conversations like that, and I'm trying to avoid this commodity trading as much as possible because, you know, in terms of commodities. We sell programmatic inventory, yep. right? That's, that's what we do. There's millions of companies out there. Everyone can choose who they want to do it with. That's not a problem. Really, what we're trying to sell is an easier life for planners and buyers and in-house teams. Mm. 
and that's why we're not trying to say like we're some you know massive tech stack and we want to take people on boats and all of this that's not us we really just want to do a great job doesn't that worry you right so we're a massive tech stack we want to take people on boats surely people are thinking that mm, you're making more than 12 percent that you're claiming now <laughs> Mate, don't get me started. When I was at Gameloft, I was fascinated by the fact that all of these tech companies were just popping up and then suddenly everyone's at Cannes. Yeah. Um, you know, how they operate... Unavailable to meet in Soho as well, by the way, but we'll meet you over on... Uh... <laughs> yeah, right? That is their business. I cannot comment on their business and how they operate. All I can comment on is us, that we try to be as honest and transparent as possible and try and work in partnership with agencies as opposed to... Uh, Again, I kind of this is this is my problem with my ADHD. It'll spin me onto different roads, right? That's all good. So, salespeople have a bad rap. Salespeople should be listened to because they have a really broad spectrum of the market because they're speaking to lots of different agencies and businesses and clients, right? And so they absorb all of that information. And when agencies spend the time to speak to someone, use them, don't use them. They don't mind as long as you're honest with them and you say it's not for me because of this. Mm-hmm. But when people leave you hanging on, then it becomes a situation where I now have to go to your client because I have something I believe in, right? So I have to go to them. However, if you listened, as an ex-agency person, I'm an investment man. If I don't know what's in the market to invest in, I'm not very good at my job. If I only invest in the things that I know because my mates are there, I'm not very good at my job. Mm -hmm. That is also collusion, right? My job is to get the best return on that investment as possible. Whether that's awareness or whether that's sales, whatever that might be. Agree. And back to your point, if I don't know what your ultimate goal is, I cannot help you. You can tell me it's click-through rate, fine. I'll do that all day long. That is easy peasy. CPA, no problem. All of these things for us are just technical terms. Yep. If you tell me, I want to drive traffic through to my site and then I want them to engage with this piece of video because we spent a lot of money on it and then from there I want to drive them onto a sale we can do something about mm-hmm. that. You know, maybe we reformat everything. That's why I love the gambling environment so much. They're very to the point about what they want to achieve. Yeah. And they're very to the point about how they're going to do it. Absolutely. It's cost per first time depositor. Oh, similarly. They don't care about anything else. With gaming as well. You know, with your yep. clients. Like, if, and, all, and, and the beauty of them is, if it works, we'll invest more. No, no trouble at all. If there's a good return on that ad spend, yep. we'll invest more. So the job is to do a good job not to be a gatekeeper of money and say, well, we've got a million dollars this this month. We're going to hang on to this and just spend it with the people we know because we get, we actually hit plan. Mm. We want to help you exceed that plan. We want to help you, whether it's finding you a, a more cost-effective cost per thousand, whether it's finding you better placements that perform better and paying slightly more for that performance, we will help you along that road. But I think broadly, a problem that lots of media land has is that trust, mm-hmm. is that ability to just listen and then trust someone and just say, here's everything I know, you fix it. I agree, actually. And I'm trying to think about where that's came from. There's, there's always going to be an inherent level of mistrust for people on opposing sides of a transaction. You know, you're going to, you have to get to a point and it takes a while to make sure that, you know, you're, you're both you know, same motivations here, which it doesn't always happen. But I wonder whether or not the trust has disappeared in digital media because we've tried to focus too much on the technology and how it works and getting away from the thing that I said earlier on about maintaining the objectives of the client. 
Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I see loads of agencies building out their digital departments, but all they're doing is talking about technology and how the pipes work together. And, you know, we never cared about how cathode ray tube worked in TV. I never cared about what the difference between AM and FM transmissions were in radio, but somehow we are talking to that sort of level of technology now, uh, and it just creates confusion. But that's that sometimes feels like the goal, and especially, and I'm going to get, like, beaten up at, to Mexico or something. For oh, don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll be broadcasting it on the Tannoy. Uh, yeah. Is that, I think, sometimes some sales houses and networks, etc., and ad exchanges, if that's not too old a term, they like to include too much kind of big talk yeah. to make it sound really important. I think CTV is one of those things. Fundamentally, if you've been a TV planner and buyer... CTV is nothing new to you. It's not at all. Right? Yeah. And then everyone who ha- who previously wasn't that, it then becomes this, like, they can't comprehend how digital can be video and see. Like, so they make things up and they make it mm. really complicated. And it's like, guys, if if you want to sell some new SVOD uh, situation that has now taken breaks in it... Yeah. Hire someone who knows how to buy that or how to sell it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't use one of your existing people and try to level mm. them up because when they go toe-to-toe with an agency guy, they will fail. Yeah. Uh, agency TV buyers are some of the best operators I've ever dealt with in my life and they will run rings around people for fun. Mm. And that's what I also love about media. Sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little sidebar there indeed. So like, you, you talk really passionately um, about Seiko Media, and it's lovely to see that coming through because it, it, it's relatively 
dry if you focus down on the on on the technology behind it but it's also really exciting at the same time when you start looking at how you can create success and create platforms and build all the information together and, and i love it and i love the way that you talk about it what drove you though to set Saker up in the first place being made redundant okay <laughs> uh no it's it's um a kind of lovely road to that point so uh, in 2019, in December 2019, I was made redundant from Gameloft because okay. um, it was very expensive to run an office in London yep. when, you're, when you're a kind of global operator. Uh, and then I was kind of wondering what to do. And because I loved Gameloft so much like a, as a business, I'd been playing their games since 2005. Like I knew what they were doing. It was a real, and I still very much have a love for that company. Afterwards, I was approached by lots of... Um, gaming companies about working with them and the thing was it was like being in a marriage I wasn't ready to kind of change to another partner and yep. I needed some time out yep so I was approached by lots of people about um, helping them to sell their their kind of tech in the UK etc and then as I went forward it was just I kind of through learning out of books and YouTube and uh, audio books and as much as I could learning more about the art of selling, even though I'd done it for years, I was never really trained per se. Yep. And the more I learned, the more I refined, 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 refined until I could actually speed a process up to not long at all. Uh, and then fortunately I've got some nice friends within media who will help me along and connect with, with some people. And equally that only lasts so long. You have to be very good at building relationships quickly. Yep. So as I did that, another partner came to me and they suggested working together for curation. We would operate as their sales arm. They would work on the execution. And then we, we just set about doing it, you know. And from there, because it's so new, like curation is something that really, I think the SSPs have got a handle on, but most agencies have not really understood properly the, the kind of benefits of it. Um, but there's lots of kind of people like uh, Wayne Bloodwell and yep. um, Exchange Wire, etc., who understand the benefits of curation. And we're just going out to market as we can and having a conversation. Like, no, I get it. But, yeah. you know, I, I want to focus on you oh, more, right. more than Saker now. We've got to, you know, I say you speak about it very eloquently and very energetically and it's great. But the, the, the motivation and it's really interesting that you say that it came out of redundancy because I think, you know, your ego gets hit and you go into yourself a little bit and, you know, oh, my gosh, where am I from? What am I going to do next? This could be a disaster. But it's brilliant when we see, and this is the purpose of this podcast, to bring stories of people leaving organisations by their own choice or by otherwise, and then setting something up and then driving mm. it and winning. And, and, and that's the story that I, I want to hear. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. Things don't end at that point. You know? No, I'm, I'm very much like, in, in complete honesty, you have to absorb the pain when you lose something. Like I still, when I lose a client... And that happened over the two years before, or the year before starting Saker. When you lose a partner in the work sense, not in a marital sense, it hurts because then you think, well, how am I going to feed my family? Yep. I've got four children, very it young. It is personal. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, no, no, it is. is because yeah. it has a, an immediate effect on your life. But when you're that person who provides, you have to, and I, I think this really, and now I've kind of, again, I've refined it to the point I can absorb it. I take the time to mourn that loss in a sense. And then I get straight back up and mm. I get to it. So in when I when I was at the virtual world, uh, you know, we'd won five BAFTAs in that time for Best Kids website, and 
I was made redundant from there. I was uh, expecting our first child. My wife was eight months pregnant. I had to go home and tell her while she was like in the bath, eight months pregnant. I've just been let go with immediate effect and we're on statutory redundancy. And she said to me, I know you and I know this won't stop you. And I said, I'll work in Sainsbury's if I have to, to to make sure that we're provided for. But the next day I got up 6 a.m. and I started just writing ideas for apps. I kept in contact with lots of people. Fortunately, some of my old clients phoned me up and they said, we're looking for a head of uh, AV. Yep. Do you want to come across? And I started working with those amazing people at Arena Resure, which is now Havas Entertainment. Um, but you like, this is why I'm so keen for people when they lose jobs to, to think like on LinkedIn, like follow me on LinkedIn, yeah? Um, on <laughs> LinkedIn, that, that is not the end. That is often the start. And there's that yeah, okay. Mexican saying, that it's kind of like they thought they could bury us but they did not realize we were seeds. Mm. Like that sticks with me all the time because actually the things that we think affect us worst are the things that we need the most. And if you can build that resilience and push through, I've never been happier in my work life than I am right now today. And I'm aiming to be even happier than that in six months as the business grows. Like it's been tough for the last two years. You know, it hasn't always been easy. We've had some really dry times yep. with the business because you're going out to market with something that is new for people and they often don't know you in this space because you're not a big name. You can't just roll in and say, oh, hi, I'm Magnite or I'm Zander and I can do this for you. And people just open doors. It takes real work. It takes real outreach. It takes real understanding of what's out there. And for me... I'm super proud right now because I've done most of that on my own and with my partners as well who do the execution. And now I'm building the team of Seika out. We're just moving to bigger offices now again, shortly after we moved into our first office. And it's all exciting, Adam. Like, you know, like running an agency yourself, like when that passion is within you, it drives you every single minute and not because of need the need to. It's just this amazing kind of explosion of ideas that you have to execute on. Yeah. And that is like the conversations I have. Also, may I say, people get back on the telephone because it's so good to talk to people totally and have agree. relationships. Oh. And the conversations I've had in the last two weeks with people, like clients and partners, uh, it's, it just makes me feel almost overwhelmed with the kindness of people and, and how great everyone is. And email is not doing that for you. No, it's not. I agree. there's quite a lot of what you said there the um so to 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 try and unpick it a little bit the um so yes things don't end when they end in in your in your current thing and and i love the phrase that that we're seeds i'm totally going to be stealing that um i see massive um opportunity when all of the restrictions that you've had on you have suddenly been lifted and that's the way that, that i look at it something changes and then okay well what can we do now how can we make this better what can i do um the agility you have when you start on your own is phenomenal do you like being the dude that fi- uh, that fixes the printer yeah. oh i love it yeah and i also have a real dictator problem um when i was at mindshare i pretty much took over <laughs> <laughs> this gen m thing um i just can't help myself but i'm also someone who believes that like and i think this is a longer podcast i don't like the word entrepreneur and i don't like the term leadership but i'm still struggling with that one I think when you are at a certain position, your job is to serve those that work with you and leaders shouldn't be telling everyone what to do and I'm fantastic. 
they should be saying, how can I help you achieve what I've hired you I to agree. do? Completely. And how do I go to bat for you? Yep. And you are the team maker. You do fix the things. Mm. Because my job is to make sure that all of my team... All the blocks are removed. Absolutely. Yeah. That you can run as fast as you need to, and I will make sure that I move everything out of your way. That's my job. And I make sure that the road ahead of you is already paved so that you've just got a clear run on it too. So, sorry, back to the point. No, um, we, we, we knew that this was going to be a, a, a rambly podcast. I mean, they, they, they do tend to be, but I had no doubt about it today. Um, so, okay, so back back to the point. The point is that the out, out, out of adversity becomes opportunity, and that's fantastic, and you should stick to it. I'm really pleased that you say that, that people reach out and you, you know, your friends come out and they, they offer ideas and opportunities and things. You know, I've seen exactly the same thing. It's um, people become interested. You know, if there's something new happening and they dial in and they help, and you know, you've got a lot more friends in the industry than you ever think that you have. Um, and if you're in a dark place, you're not in that dark place alone. There are people that will be there for you, as, as you've shown, as I've seen, you know. I would also say to people who are starting on their own, when I left Gameloft, I met the great, these great South African guys um, who I worked with. For, with well, Tat see, now I now remember the Spitting Image song from like 1983 or whatever, the, the, the chicken song, which on the flip side <laughs> of it was a song called I've Never Met a Nice South African. Oh, my God. I, I, weirdly, I've got Bill Tommy in my bag, but I know so many amazing South Africans in the last two years. It's unbelievable, and it's odd, but just working with them, uh, a company virtuality live that create like three dimensional worlds for people. Yeah. They're amazing. Tap tap. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. It's just that that but, that, that obscure 1983 yeah. perhaps uh, song has just popped back into my head. So, uh, so sorry to derail you. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, so Luke Peters shout out um, from Gone Digital. He he said to me when I first left. He said it can be very tough on your own, um, and if you ever need me as someone to talk to, he said, sometimes you can't talk to your wife about work because yep. they don't, they might not understand it fully and it's a lot of pressure on you and they might not, you, because you don't have other like people working with you, he said, call me anytime. Similarly, I'm doing lots of shouts, but Mike Ogden as well, who's um, kind of, you know, working with Curry's, et cetera. I don't know how much I can say about him. Uh, but Mike Ogden um, has been amazing for me during that transition period, helping me set up the Burke Consultancy, which still exists, yep. for doing kind of gaming consultancy, but also helping me to make Seika Media something. He was there at the very early stages of it for conversation of just like planning. What are we? What are we trying to achieve? And it was just me. So it was, it was a massive, massive help that he gave me there. Yep. And I agree. You know, so I've run a consultancy on my own before and, and that was good and fine. And I like being the dude that did the printer and stuff like that. But to do a proper business, you need a partner with you and somebody who you can hold hands with and mm. you're, you're in it together. And that is, without a doubt, the most important thing that I think I've learned. You've yeah. got to get the right person. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do have that. I do have that. Um, okay. <laughs> Again, I'm saying so many names. But um, I will tag them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so, because there's, there's kind of all the teams coming forward and everyone has their kind of, like, their elements that they bring to it. Like, let's, even, for example, Padder. As well, he's done well, twenty odd so, years. So Padder joined us at the beginning of this podcast. He had a he's had a cough, so he, that's why he hasn't said anything. <laughs> it? And he's sitting outside the studio with his arms crossed, looking. Uh, we take them up. Yeah. Um, Sorry, dude, you're not going to be able to respond to anything that we say now. So Padder's extremely well known in media, but also a phenomenal planner buyer. So having him on board as well, so that we can kind of. You know what it's like. We love these whiteboard moments when we're just getting together, where we're just 
every Friday afternoon, at least, we do training together. Yep. Uh, so me and the team, we go through like, what actually are we selling? Constantly revi- refining it yep. from conversations we had in the week. How are we helping people? What have we heard in the week that we can kind of change to make this better for them? What's happening at client visits? Like, are we making the most use of their time? We're big believers. If it's not relevant for you, just say no. Just say no. And just tell me why, and I'll leave you alone for a couple of minutes. Absolutely, right? and you, you'll have a piece of valuable information on that. It's, it's yeah. no because of this. Right, got it. Okay. Yeah, so that kindness kind of goes further. It's very kind to say no, like, and not have people hanging on. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Uh, absolutely. You've got to rip the plaster off and say no. Otherwise, you've got somebody whose job it is to, to find out why it is a no. And if you never give that piece of advice... That's what they're paid for. Agree. They're paid to hunt. They're yeah. paid to hunt. Um, but yes, having someone like that and also the rest of my team who have you know backgrounds in messaging and helping Fortune 500 companies with their messaging and sales, all of us together coming together with no egos and just saying, right, to your point, it's the no egos bit that I like mm. is that Yes, it's my business. However, I don't have all the answers. I'm looking for everyone. But what I will do is, if you have a suggestion, like my old Gameloft team was a, a really good example. We'd all get together on a brief, including the QA people, the finance people, because everyone was a player. Mm. So if we were creating a, a campaign for someone, I want everyone's input about what they enjoy about yeah. gaming. And whether I use it or not is up to me as the as a kind of as the managing director or as the the kind of CEO. But if if we have a conversation, it might spark another idea, and that's the beauty of a phone call or the beauty of a face to face meeting. Agree. Is you don't get it on email. Sparks, you certainly don't yeah, get it on WhatsApp. And being back yeah. together, being back in an office, yeah. having that face to face time. Um, I, I was in Matakind yesterday, and a guy I'd only met on video call. I saw him yesterday, and we had like this massive hug, and that was really nice that he stopped me as I was walking out of a meeting and I'd seen him, but I didn't know whether I should sort of kind of get there. But that's the beauty of like, of business. And I guess to summarize for me, I love media. I'm in awe of people who are good at their job and passionate people. And I love that your agency is called Passion. Thank you. The idea of people being good at what they do fascinates me. I love meeting people who have spent years in this business, who have just come in and, and love it. I just want to meet more and more people who are excited about media, yeah. who understands that we have a real, a really kind of solid job within the within the world. No matter what people say about marketing, we're the people that kind of make things move, mm-hmm. and that I think we need to remember a lot. I agree, and it's it's a great way of summarising. And uh, and I'm, I'm going to just add to that. And in, in uh, I completely hear your enthusiasm, and and I think you're absolutely right. And and I think that the only way to be genuinely this enthusiastic about media is it for it to be your company. And you know, and you go through your career and you build things up and you're learning what's going on and you build your relationships and that's brilliant and it's a great journey and it's a wonderful industry. But the second that it becomes yours is the moment that it becomes utterly and fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I can see it and I can see it in your face now. I heard it in your voice. It's been an absolute pleasure having you coming in today and telling us your story. Thank you so much. I don't think I've spoken to anybody as excited about the industry before as you are. Oh, you should see me on three coffees. I'm not going to see you on three thank coffees. Thank you so much for having nightmare. me in, Adam. <laughs> um, I, I, I really, really appreciate this because um, it gives us a voice when actually, as, you, as I said before and you said, we're not the big companies. So thank you for having us in because we really do want to make a difference. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to Let's Do The Right Thing in association with Radio Works. 
the UK's largest independent radio advertising agency. Let's Do the Right Thing is a Maple Street creative production, devised and presented by Adam Hopkinson.